Hello, welcome to the Fantastic Grotto. My name is Rudy. Joining me is my lovely co-host, Hasha. Welcome to our Cave of Wonders as we discuss movies, television, thingamabobs, and all things fantastic. Tasha, how are we? I am doing okay this week. How about you? How was your week so far? Good, 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 good. It went by quick, but I'm not complaining. <laughs> same, same. My week went by quick. I've been obsessively watching Inuyasha because why <gasps> not watch Inuyasha? <laughs> okay, we're on the same page. I was re-watching it this past week, too. <laughs> Obsessed. I love it. And, and most of it makes absolutely no sense. And the <laughs> dubbed version and the subtitles are different so when you're watching it if you you cannot read and listen and assume that it's going to be the same thing it's absolutely not so that that always kills me i'm like why is it not the same but whatever you know it's (laughs) funny how you mentioned that because i wanted to watch it in spanish just out of curiosity and i'm surprised what is changed or even the voice dubs for example kikyo sounds more like a disney princess versus this wise priestess mm-hmm. and her voice sounds more womanly if that makes sense but in spanish she just sounds more young and like a disney princess so i was like whoa okay wow i don't know but I yeah don't know. yeah i didn't like that i'm not gonna lie <laughs> yeah. well that that's my week my week's been full of inuyasha <laughs> absolutely no reason she's been constantly on for hours and hours <laughs> <laughs> no complaints here but yeah that's it that's what my week was so for this week i know rudy you wanted to try We wanted to try something new. Yes, introducing Fantastic News, where I discuss movie, TV, books, and anything else fantastic that caught our attention recently. What's our first story for today? All right, then. So first up, this is for the music lover fans out there. Donna Summer, the queen of disco, now has a new documentary discussing her life and career on HBO Max. And it's actually out now. Yeah, yeah. I saw the promo for that have been really excited about it are you a disco fan kind of it depends on who like i like her music and i love the bgs basically whatever my parents played growing up because they have great taste <laughs> so that's what <laughs> i was listening to growing up until this day i do there's a solid bgs documentary that's on hbo which is actually where the donna Ooh. summers uh, documentary is too right yes um so it's really good i think it was like i believe it was episodic and it had a lot of current artists on it talking about the Bee Gees. One in particular, Justin Timberlake was on there talking about how much he loved the Bee Gees. And oh. if you listen to his voice, you can kind of hear that he kind you know, he, he uses them a little bit. For, yeah, as the inspiration. Mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. hear it. Yes. I can hear it. But I'm excited about the new Donna Summer. There's something very, for me, thing about how people decided to hate disco music but disco music besides the bgs a lot of the artists were people of color and so it just gives you know anti-black because (laughs) it does it gives anti-black anti anti people of color because it was a, a form that really a lot of minorities were intricate were integral in creating and pushing all of a sudden there was this huge like we hate it backlash so you know just america telling on itself again but whatever <laughs> that's not cool yeah but whatever mm-hmm. if you really like i believe once you watch her documentary i haven't seen it yet but i know after i watched that bg documentary i said oh, okay i'm picking up what america's constantly putting down <laughs> 
there's been a lot of changes no doubt about that yes yeah. i yeah. plan on watching it tonight actually before going to sleep i'm just really excited so i'm just i just want to get to know more about her and her story because again i only know the music but i'm like is, okay well let's yeah, let's meet the woman behind the music you know is it episodic is it episodes or is it just no it's just one solid documentary okay. it's a little over an hour and a half so it's not too long thankfully so it's not episodic for this particular one Okay, well, I'm excited. I'm definitely going to watch it. Yeah, same here. Next up for our second story, Vin Diesel teases that possibly Fast X might not be the last Fast and Furious movie after all, like we were all led to believe. So word on the street is that this might actually be part one of a trilogy. And Tasha, I'm not going to lie. I'm actually not surprised. Not really. It's a lie. Whoever thought... Fast 10 was going to be the last Fast and Furious movies, probably also still believes that the people in Fast and Furious are humans. They're not. <laughs> they're, they're superheroes at this point. They were literally in space in the last movie. We've yep. suspended belief. There's no reality. And it's fine. I love that these movies exist. Am I going to go see them? No. <laughs> Let me take that back. <laughs> I might go see this one because of Jason Momoa. Yes. But it has absolutely... <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with the movie. It's just Jason Momoa being Jason Momoa. Yep. And hopefully not having a shirt on for a good majority of the movie. That's why I want to see it. <laughs> he's playing the, the villain exists. too. So I'm curious to see how he's going to pull that off. So again, I feel like he just fits the vibe for a Fast and Furious movie. I'm surprised they didn't get him earlier, but better late than never, I guess. I, I can't wait for the one where they have him Vin Diesel, The Rock. The other one, who's his, who's The Rock's cousin? That's in the WWE, whatever his name is. Oh, John he's Cena? also no, no, no. The the good looking one. Sorry, I'm not saying John <laughs> Cena isn't good looking. Whoa, that sounded really rude. <laughs> no, oh, I can't remember his name, but but The Rock has a cousin who is killing it right now in the WWE, and I think he might be. I think he might be doing um, movies and stuff. But if he isn't, this would be a lovely time for us to get all that going, mm-hmm. all that Hawaiian-ness, Polynesian-ness going in Fast mm-hmm. 11 or Fast X Part 2, which is... Okay, so how do you think they're going to number it? Is it going to be Fast X Part 2? Is it going to be Fast 11? How are they going to number this next one? I have no idea. I, You know what? I honestly don't even know what these movies are about anymore. So. Oh, they're they're absolutely about nothing. Yeah, <laughs> it's like fast cars, mission, family. I guess. They're absolutely about nothing. I mentally equate them to that period of time in the eighties where the movies made no sense, and just every villain was Russian, and we kept blowing up stuff, <laughs> and everybody was huge and buff, and there was for some reason always a fight scene. An that's explosion fast, or two. Yeah, that's what Fast X is. I love that they exist. Not rushing to see them, but love that that's still action movie field without being a superhero because not everybody cares about superheroes. Mm-hmm. I'm glad it exists to me, but yes. I don't know. And clearly there's still an audience waiting for these movies because obviously they've been doing so well every single time. So mm-hmm. they have a loyal fan base. They still do. Because the first one came out in, correct me if I'm wrong, 99 or 2000. Oh my god, when did the first Fast and Furious come that out? That one's good. That one's still my favorite, to be honest. Um, Rest in what? peace, Paul Walker. What is the one? I don't know which one is my... I might like Tokyo Drift, which everyone has a full right to judge me. That <laughs> <laughs> I like Tokyo Drift. But I just like... Oh no, the first Fast and Furious came out in 2001. 
Oh, 2001. Okay. Uh-huh. So I... That was close. Tokyo Drift. But I think I like Tokyo Drift just because I like seeing cars drift. <laughs> so <laughs> I actually do like that and been in a car when it's been drifting and it is really fun. Uh, so maybe that might be it. Uh, mm-hmm. But they are... They've been going on since 2001. We are currently in 2023. We've even lost people, like we said, rest in peace, mm-hmm. Paul Walker, and probably other people who work in the crew because it's been 22 years of Fast and the Furious movies. Good Lord. <laughs> Is this the longest running franchise now? No, no, no. Absolutely not. I don't know specifically which one, but don't forget Star Trek still exists. Um, oh, that's Star, right. Star Wars movies are still coming out. So, you know. I actually think it's Star Wars, but okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Right. I mean, well, maybe Star Universal Trek. Studios, maybe Star we're gonna, Wars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Universal Studios, we are going to go see your film for Aquaman himself, Jason Momoa. So we'll be there. <laughs> yeah. Eventually. <laughs> Just for him. No one else. <laughs> and for our last segment of the day, the Squid Games game show is set to premiere this November. And Tasha, I'm going to be honest with you. I. <laughs> I'm still traumatized by that show. Are you? Like, I, I've i only seen it once. Anyone who can watch Seopath. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not How arguing that. How can you that. watch that multiple times? It, was, it gave me such anxiety. Yes! So much anxiety. And um, it kind of like, we were talking about Inuyasha, about the um, subtitles. The subtitles? Yeah, and versus the dub, I don't, I don't remember it being exactly different, but I do remember seeing when Squid Games came out, people were saying, "Oh, it's a total different experience to watch it if you can actually understand the language that they're speaking." Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Then. I do think that sometimes I suffer from being a dumb American who only speaks one language. No, Tasha, <laughs> give yourself some credit. No, because I'm like, I would love to know what they actually mean because there's nuance and there's so much that's in a language when we're talking, and maybe sarcasm that I'm not quite getting, or you know, stuff like yes. that. Yes. And I will say this too: um, not only with Inuyasha watching it in Spanish, but also culturally speaking. Again, even watching Inuyasha, I'm surprised what is changed because sometimes the the dialogue will be completely different or even names will be changed. Yes. So, and then even like, I remember watching The Little Mermaid in Spanish with my grandma, uh, like, what was it, two months ago, maybe? Certain things were changed as well. Lyrics were changed. And I'm like, whoa, okay, that's not what we hear in English originally. So, I see your point. So, it is sad that certain things get lost. Maybe there's certain jokes that are funny in their native language that maybe we won't understand. So maybe they just change that completely or keep it. I don't know. Back to the Squid Games reality show. The only, the things I know about it are negative things because a few, I guess, months ago, uh, all of the information about it was coming out was that it, it, the conditions were inhumane. I believe there's a variety, um, variety article that talks about it, but I do Mm. know that the cash prize is uh, over $4 million. <gasps> oh, shoot. Not me trying to find out how I can get on the show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to live, but that money is just too good. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, Apparently, you know they have to wake up really early, like 3.30 in the morning. Oh, and never mind. They, I don't know. 
No, I'm oh, staying in bed. No, up. thank you. I'm good. I'll, I'll stay. <laughs> I like my bed. I like mm-hmm. my sleep. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know. I, it's. I'm glad that they filmed it because it's interesting to see that you can create something fictional. Let's say the creators of the actual show to create something fictional, and then it becomes an actual game joke. But to think that that came to fruition. <laughs> It's like, no, why can't we have real life Quidditch? Nope, let's have Squid Games where everyone yep. dies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh know. Oh my god. A pe- a pe- playing Deadly Games apparently is just more entertaining, I guess. Unfortunately. I guess that says a lot about us. But I think they filmed it. It does. They didn't even film it in America. I think they filmed it overseas in England. Oh, I okay then. I could be wrong. Um, Could be completely but because I read that article a long time ago, I just thought it was so interesting that they were like, "It's inhumane the conditions for Squid Games." <laughs> I was like, "That that actually sounds like the right conditions for Squid Games." Yeah. <laughs> but they they're like, "No, it's not supposed to be this way." And I'm like, "I don't know what you thought you were signing up for." Not, but I'm not like belittling what they're saying because I don't know the specifics of it. Just that headline made me go, "But it's Squid Games." I want to go back to the first episode really quick with that red light, green light game. Remember how, oh, this is so dark. Remember how the people were taken out with, like, being shot or whatever? I wonder if they're going to use, like, paintball, like, bullets. Not bullets, but you know what I mean? Like, paintballs to get, like, to shoot the the contestants with, you know, just to play it more safe. I personally would like it to be just a very large dodgeball game. So every time you move, you just get whacked in the face with a dodgeball. I think that would be that would be the best because everyone went to elementary school. We've all played dodgeball. I might prefer a dodgeball over a paintball gun. I've been hit by both. I'm gonna have nightmares tonight. I'm not gonna lie. Honestly, just thinking about this, I'm glad I'm not joining. I'll watch, but I'm not joining. Yeah, I have no desire. No matter how good the money is, I have no desire. Absolutely not. And then actually, no one listened to me because clearly it's just gonna keep getting darker and darker. Oh boy. Well, we're excited to see, and then also we're excited to see what season two will be like once it does come out. So yeah, I don't know. We mm-hmm. shall see. I'm excited for season two. I don't know. I don't know if I wanted to follow the same person's story to see what happened to that guy or if I would like them to just show me another round of Squid Games with a completely new set of characters. Ooh, okay. I don't know. I think both are very interesting. So, you know, we'll see when they tell us. I- yeah. I'm watching either way. Well, I know, same here. So, And we will definitely be talking about it here at the Grotto. So keep an eye out for us, everyone. And that's all we have for today on Fantastic News. If you have anything fantastic that you would like for us to discuss, please send us a message to at the Fantastic Grotto on Instagram or TikTok. And we're going to take a quick break. So for today's topic, we're going to talk about summer movies. It's getting warm outside, like we said at the top of the show. I like to watch certain TV shows or certain movies for each season. People, normal people, only do it for (laughs) Christmas and Halloween. You know, other people do it for holidays. I do it for seasons as well. So it's summertime. And I, I, certain things remind me of summer. And I watch certain things to get me in the summer mood. And for the purpose of this episode, we can talk about movies that were released in the summer or movies that remind you of the summer. 
both count because we make the rules fight us so, <laughs> let's go so for summer blockbusters or summer movies I know what you said yours is, which I think Mm -hmm. is so cool. So go ahead. Tell the people what yours is. Oh, man. So every year at the beginning of summer, I I don't even wait for like the official first day of summer. I always have to watch Steven Spielberg's Jaws. Love it. Love, 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 love it. This is the best answer. It's better than any of my answers. It's literally, (laughs) it's the best answer because it is the movie that started the actual summer blockbuster trend that we get. It's that movie, Jaws. So if you were to look it up and they go, oh, what started summer blockbusters? It's Jaws. I think and then the year after that, it was like Star Wars or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. But Jaws is the very first movie to ever be considered a summer blockbuster. Boom, hands down. You have the best answer. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it, love it. Did you ever see the sequels by chance? No. I saw one. I don't know. I think it was Jaws 3 or 4. I have no idea, but it was the worst thing I've ever seen. Till this day, the worst <laughs> thing I've ever seen. I think it was Jaws 4. It wasn't even about anyone from the main cast. It, oh, my gosh. The, let me tell you this. The shark was roaring from under <laughs> underwater, and people heard it from the island. It was so ridiculous. Oh, that's I, absolutely you, ridiculous. Yes. Giving snakes on a plane. <laughs> yep. <laughs> basically, basically. That's foolish. Okay. So I've never seen those. All right, so my summer movie, my picks. One is very much um, a gimme. Mm. Independence Day. Clearly. Iconic. Clearly. Iconic. Will Smith in the jumpsuit, punching an alien so hard that he knocks an alien out. Yes. (laughs) It's ridiculous. And I love it. What else could you say? And then keeping in mind with Will Smith, let's my other summer movie, and this is because these came out in summer. So these were quote unquote summer blockbusters. My other summer movie keeping in line with Will Smith, Men in Black. Oh man, so so good. I, I didn't even bother to watch the new reboot that came out, what, two? No, like at the beginning, right before the pandemic, right? I think with so. Tessa. Yeah, and yeah. Chris Hemsworth, I was like, no, I'm good. Nothing against I, them. I do like them as actors, but I was like, I don't want to watch it. Like, I'm actually <laughs> sad that I didn't enjoy it more because I enjoy the both of them. Mm-hmm. And I think the Men in Black universe, even though I hate calling everything universe, because uh, everyone has their own <laughs> universe now, it's exhausting. Yeah. But the Men in Black universe is such a cool place for us to continue the story. Because they're aliens, other planets, there's so much there. And a comedic version of the X-Files, which is basically what it is, it's perfect. <laughs> so and Will I do Smith's hope career- they revisit it. Yeah, and Will Smith's career during the late 90s and early 2000s was on fire. He was on yes. fire. Yes, yes. He turned down, what did he do? He turned down the Matrix to do Wild Wild West, and that's oh. when... <laughs> no. You know, we don't always choose the best things in life. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Good for Keanu Reeves, I guess. <laughs> and there's no other Neo but Keanu. So it was a good, <laughs> it was good for us. It was bad for him. So yeah. yes. So Independence Day and Men in Black, those are my two movie picks. Do you have any TV show picks? 
TV show picks? Yes. So I actually, I'm actually doing a rewatch. So I love Stranger Things and season three is my favorite. Plus it goes with that summer 4th of July vibe because they're mm-hmm. celebrating 4th of July during that um, season. I just love it. I love the colors. I love the clothing and just the cast. I just love the, this cast so much. And season two was dreadful for me. I did not like it. Like, I kid you not, if I were to rewatch the entire series, I would skip season two. I kid you not. You have I'm, to rewatch okay. season two. Upon rewatch, from where we are right now, it is better than when it first came out. Also, after season one, it I don't think it's season two is a bad season. I actually don't think any of them are quote unquote bad seasons. But after season one, it was very hard to follow up with anything. So I think if you do a full rewatch now from one straight straight through, season two won't mm-hmm. won't trouble you as much. Because I think mm-hmm. I've rewatched Stranger Things about three, four times now. Um, <laughs> it I can't say it's my favorite show, but it's a show that I like to rewatch right before a new season comes out. You know, mm-hmm. to reinvigorate myself in the world. I'll try. But that's I'll give a it a good, try. That's a good one. Most of my summer TV shows are steeped in nostalgia. They have absolutely nothing to do with summertime. Oh, okay. What are they? <laughs> Except maybe one. Okay, so let's okay. start with the one that actually has something to do with summertime. Mm-hmm. Saved by the Bell. <gasps> oh, so good. And the reason for Saved by the Bell is at the time when they were filming, you know, shows would go during the regular season and then pause during the summer. Saved by the Bell did not pause during the summer. They kept filming and kept giving us episodes where they were at the beach house. Remember those? Yes. Oh, man. And so I remember I have a solid memory of being outside playing, seeing the like time and saying, I got to go inside because I need to go watch the new episode <laughs> of Saved by the Bell. It was, it, it, first of all, genius because you keep your audience intact, you know? And it just felt like summer. They were out. They were at the beach. They they were supposed to be like 15 years old. And they're just gone at this beach house. Terrible parenting. Because where 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 were they? Yeah. (laughs) Where are the adults? So that's Mm -hmm. mine that actually relates to summer. I have two others that have absolutely nothing to do with summer as far as the episodes go. Okay. The original 90210 and Little House on the Prairie. Little House on the Brain? Oh, that was yes. surprising. Heather Locklear for 90210. I, I haven't seen the original. I've seen the reboot, which is, bleh, I guess. <laughs> I think it was canceled after one season. I can't remember. I think I but Heather Locklear, uh, she was great when she did get back on the show. I've seen clips of the original show with her in it. And you know what? I think they even... Was it on Netflix at one point? Or what? Am I 90210? I don't know. I that think was, it was the, just reboot. the reboot. That was yeah, the reboot. just the reboot was on Netflix at one point. And yeah, 90210 and Little House on the Prairie would come on during the day when I was home during summer break. Mm-hmm. And so that's why those are my summer picks. But if you've never actually seen 90210, and I say this to everyone, some of it right now in the year 2023, super cringy. The way they cover race, the way they cover um, yeah. things. It's cringy, but it's not to the point where I feel like it's terrible. It's not like throw the whole. It's like rewatching America's Next Top Model right now. It's like throw the whole series <laughs> away. Everybody's garbage. 
It's not that. 90210. We were rooting for you. We were all, all rooting, rooting for you. For you. <laughs> How dare you? 90210 is not that bad. Uh. And I suggest for you and I, people who enjoy that era of televisions, if you really like the 90s, definitely rewatching that or watch in the first place. 90210. It, it just feels, feels like 90s. Um, Plus, they're in California, and you know, I live in New York where it's cold 38 months out of the year. So, (laughs) it it would be there. It's always warm on their show, and it's finally warm outside for me. So, 90210 did it. Little House on the Prairie, also super cringe right now. If you go to rewatch it, (laughs) they have full episodes with lots of weird race things. The way they talk about American Indians, the way they just. It's not good, but something about it I still enjoy, and it steeped in the same thing that we talk about, nostalgia. So those are the things that remind me of summer and things that I think are fan-friggin-tastic. So that is my, those are my summer picks. I watch Independence Day and Men in Black every year, and at least an episode of each of those shows, Saved by the Bell, 90210, and Little House in the Prairie, right around summertime. Aww. Yep. I think, I think everyone should have that type of a tradition. You know what's a new one that I'm adding this year, and I was thinking about this the last month. This one's really random. I am adding Pride and Prejudice to the mix. Ah, for your yeah, summer I, shows? Yeah, just, Not I don't spring. know why. Yeah, I know. So, that, so that's why I was kind of like, mm, this is more spring vibe. But I was like, no, it's just so good. Like, just add it. So I wanted to add it. I, I don't know. I just love the actors so much. Kira Knightley and why am I forgetting his name? But Mr. Darcy, like, I just love them. It's just so good. I just can't resist. I'm just adding it to the mix. So as a book lover, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you this. And I already know your answer without even ever asking you this before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Have you read the book? It's actually one of my summer reading li- um, on my summer reading list. Believe no, it or not. no, 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 <laughs> no. So the answer to the question the answer is no. <laughs> okay, we're gonna start to play a game. Have you read it? And <laughs> the part two is: Do you own it? Do you own it? I sure do. It's, I it's knew part- you did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at my pile of books right now. It's somewhere there in the middle. I know it is. <laughs> I knew you owned it. Like, did you read it, Rudy? Do you own it, Rudy? That's our game <laughs> that we're going to have to start playing because you own a lot of books. Can we make it a drinking game? That'll be fun. Do you want to drink during the show? No, then not we... during the show, but just during like these two things. It's like, take a shot. Do you own it? Do you not? Have you read it? Have you not? That'll be uh, a nice little shot. Yeah. <laughs> it would be very boring for me because I've probably read it. I probably don't own it. But I've read almost all of them. <laughs> oh, I've dang, read, okay. yeah, I've read my nerdiness as a kid would be to watch a movie and then read the book or vice versa, so that I felt like I had a superior opinion to everybody else. <laughs> I have all the information and you don't. I was that type of an irritating child. <laughs> I made the mistake of reading Persuasion first last year. I oh, that, that book was not for me. It was not. So I should have just started with Pride instead. Or maybe even Emma. I have Emma too, and I'm excited to read that one at some point. But yeah. I believe so- I started that one and didn't finish. Mm. But Pride and Prejudice, I've read two or three times. 
a lot of stuff I've read multiple times because I was reading Pride and Prejudice and Don Quixote and um, Of Mice and Men at like 11. So I didn't really understand it. I was just reading it again because I wanted to watch the movie. So I had to reread it when I could understand it. Uh So a lot of those things I read multiple times. Um, But I do like Pride and Prejudice. And I like Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. If you've never read that or saw that movie, you should watch that one. That was actually my introduction to Lily James. I love her in that movie. Oh, she's good. She's really good. (laughs) So, I mean, Pride and Prejudice, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. I think that I bought those two books like the elder me, not the younger me. The younger me read it in the library. And the elder me bought those two books together, I believe. And that's why I read them back to back like that. Aww. So that was, you're going to add Pride and Prejudice to your, what should I add to mine? I have one more to mention, and it definitely fits the summer blockbuster vibe. But sorry, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Tell okay. me, maybe, maybe I'll add it. Uh, okay. <laughs> Call me biased with this one. Jurassic Park. Oh, that's a solid one. Mm-hmm. I love that one. Yes, the first one. I, I'm, I'm good. Like, I don't mind Lost World. I think Lost World is solid. People sleep on that one. Like, I think it's underrated, but the original can't beat it. It's so good. It's a classic. And I read the book last year, so it's just nice knowing what was different and what also inspired the ride at Universal Studios. So I'm like, oh my gosh, this part was in the book. So I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. That's the one. So there's one that I didn't read, but I've seen. But I also didn't know it was a book until this year. So (laughs) I did not know it was a book. I just thought somebody thought it was a cool concept and decided to uh, make a movie out of it. Who knew? Yeah. That's a good one. So the theme I see here is that we don't seem to really be choosing except for maybe Stranger Things. We didn't choose anything new. Oh, you're right. Huh. anything new there are no new movies that we picked out um stranger things there's no new shows and technically we probably can say stranger things counts as something that's not new because it is a capsule of a specific time period so it, it's still giving that same nostalgia vibe yeah there's nothing that's really new new mm-hmm. huh. now i yeah. know a lot of people might choose the MCU movies, the Marvel movies as their summer movies because a new one comes out just about every summer. Yeah. <laughs> but for me, um, comic book movies are not my... Those don't feel like summer. They don't invoke my summer spirit the same way watching Independence Day or Men in Black. It's going to be big. It's going to be epic, right? I don't know if it's big or epic or if I just had like enjoyed summer a lot more when I was a child and didn't have bills. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's a good point though mm-hmm. adulting sucks right now more than it I really do. does it <laughs> genuinely does so I think um, nostalgia is that, what, is that what life is life is nostalgia to a certain extent you know during the nicer moments because mm. everything that we picked of course is linked to a, a core memory so, I and think... also everything we picked out is really good either way. So mm-hmm. we have great taste. We really do. Oh yeah, top tier. <laughs> <laughs> no one can tell us we don't. Nope, not at all. And it, it, here in this grotto, we make the rules. Yes. <laughs> so 
that was our summer blockbuster hits. I also a few people to tell me what theirs were, and they had some good ones. Mm, so okay, um, what, someone said my girl. <gasps> oh, that movie! Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. that ending! Oh. This same person said, Stand By Me. They said they had two. It was My Girl and Stand By Me. Which... Some good ones. Yes. Um, Another answer that I got was Spy Kids. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Okay, can I I be honest with you? I always loved how they were able to make McDonald's in their little, like, submarine ship. (laughs) I've always loved that. I don't know why. As a kid, obviously, you love McDonald's, but I love their fries. So I was just... Mm -hmm. I love that scene. Just like I love the scene in Richie Rich where he has a McDonald's in his house. And I'm like, <laughs> in my head as a child, I'm like, fully staffed. Because for some reason, I had to go practical as a kid. I was like, so they're just working 24 hours when he wants McDonald's whenever? <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then the last one, which you would think would be my pick because it's super black, but it mm. actually isn't my pick. Um, somebody said that their summer pick is do the right thing. Which is a solid summer. Do the Right Thing and Crooklyn might be the two best Spike Lee summer movies if you're going to pick them. Have you seen? You have you seen either of them? No, I haven't. To be uh, honest, you, you should be absolutely ashamed. I am so sorry. You've <laughs> never seen Do the Right Thing. Throw no. the whole boy away. No, <laughs> Tasha. No, throw the whole boy away. I'll watch them, though. I'm excited. I'll add them to my summer list. Okay. You can add them to your summer list. You you should probably watch Do the Right Thing immediately Mm -hmm. (laughs) so that you can understand 90% of the references that happen in the summertime. Okay, then. All right. Then can that one be streamed or? Probably. Probably. I'll look it up. I'll look into it. I'm excited. Can't believe you've never seen Do the Right Thing. I can understand. I can maybe understand Crooklyn, but Do the Right Thing, that's his first big feature film. And it just starts out with Rosie Perez. It's his whole opening with Rosie Perez just dancing. So all she's doing is dancing. And then the credits are to the side of her. And she's just, because, you know, she came from um, Soul Train. Did you know that? I thought, wait, wasn't she one of the Fly Girls or? No, 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 no. That's in Living Color. Soul Train. Oh, sorry. Okay. Soul Train. She was one of the dancers on Soul Train. And dancers on Soul Train were not trained dancers. They were just people who would go in, who would audition and dance really hard until the camera stopped on them. She became one of their favorites. And so she opens the movie and it's, uh, I feel like it's like five minutes of just her dancing and the opening credits to the film. How have you never seen this? I can't with you. (laughs) (sighs) I'm not perfect, but I could try. I can't believe I've never seen this. But yes, those were other people's summer movie picks. And they were good picks. And again, not new movies, not new shows. So that's a lot about we'll us as that. a people. Yeah. We'll have to work on that. We'll see. We'll see what we squeeze in in our little list. I don't know if we need to work on it or if Hollywood needs to work on it. Do better. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Give me something I want to see. No more reboots. Yeah, honestly. So we've got new summer movies coming out this year. Uh, the biggest one that we just talked about in our last week's episode, and we'll say it again, or our last episode in general, was Little Mermaid. That's this year's big summer blockbuster. Hopefully, yes. hopefully we like it enough that it'll become part of our tradition. I, hope so. I have faith. I have faith. Let's go, Hallie. Let's go. <laughs> 
Okay, I think that's our episode for today. What do you think? Did we cover it all? I think so. I mean, we have a lot of watching to do now, especially me. So I'm, <laughs> I got a lot of catching up to do. You got a lot of TV to watch. You got a lot of books to read, Rudy. You just yes. <laughs> <laughs> got to make the pile go down. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to say to the people? Oh my gosh, just uh, have a great summer. We're super excited to see what's new. Uh, good luck finding eggs if you're adulting, because I don't know if we still have a shortage on eggs, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but have a good night, everyone. All right, so that was another episode of the Fantastic Grotto, where we talked about everything we thought was fan friggin tastic for the summer. And like we always say, if time was money, you, we couldn't pay it back. So we thank you for spending all of your time here with us. So thank you guys so much for your time. And we will see you next week or whatever. Bye. Bye. Bye.